recording live from San Francisco, California. This is Go Filipino. Kumusta? Welcome to Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. The Philippines celebrates its 122nd Independence Day. On June 12, 1898, the Act of the Proclamation of Independence of the Filipino People was read aloud in what is now Kawit in Cavite Province. The flag of the Philippines waved for the first time and the national anthem had its world debut. The event was a controversial one because Spain, the Philippines' former oppressor, did not actually grant independence to the islands, but instead relinquished the jurisdiction of their remaining colonies to the United States. The Filipino leaders who pushed through with the declaration were aware of this transfer of ownership, but they defied their colonial oppressors, both old and new. It was more than just a declaration of independence, but an act of defiance. Truly a momentous event. Speaking of momentous events, I got married last week. Yes, folks, what should have been a holiday vacation took a different turn when the COVID-19 pandemic challenged humanity across the globe. I married my first student. The reason why I created this podcast in the first place who also happens to be the love of my life. I hope my husband and I be able to defy the challenges our married life will bring, much like how my forefathers defied two foreign empires. On this episode, we will discuss the remaining question words in future lessons, since they require a more complex sentence structure. So for now, we will start our series of lessons about verbs in the Tagalog language. As I have been saying in previous episodes, understanding verbs is the most difficult in the Tagalog language, so you really have to pay attention. Please keep on listening, subscribing, and leaving 5-star reviews wherever you listen to this podcast. If you can't leave a review on your podcast listening platform like Spotify, head on over to podchaser.com. That's P-O-D-C-H-A-S-E-R.com. Search for Go Filipino and post a 5-star review. The more 5-star reviews, the more often this podcast is recommended to prospective listeners. Don't forget to follow Go Filipino Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also find Go Filipino Let's Learn Tagalog on YouTube. Finally, check out my merchandise on TeePublic. That's T-E-E-Public.com slash user slash Go Filipino Pod. Alright, it's time to grab your pen and paper. We will start learning about verbs in the Tagalog language after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. Let's start learning about Tagalog verbs. The Tagalog language has a complex way of expressing actions or verbs mainly by adding specific affixes to root words. Unlike in the English language, Tagalog verbs not only demonstrate whether the action has happened, is currently happening, or will happen. They also show whether the one who performed the verb 
is the focus of the sentence or not. To understand the concept of focus in the Tagalog language, listen to lessons 5 and 6 of Go Filipino, where we talked about focus markers and relational markers, as well as lessons 15 and 16, which are about focus and non-focus pronouns. This lesson is about the actor focus verbs, or action words that we use if the focus of the sentence is also the one who performed the verb. There are three different affixes you can use in actor focus verbs, namely the um infix, the mag prefix, and the ma prefix. There are three versions of the same thing. It's just that each Tagalog verb prefers one or two affixes over the other. The first type of actor focus verb is called the um verbs. They are created by inserting the um infix between the first consonant and the first vowel of the root word. For example, tumakbo, 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 tumakbo is spelled as T-U-M-A-K-B-O. It comes from the root word takbo, 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 which means a running activity. To turn takbo into a verb, the um is inserted in between the first consonant, which is T and the first vowel, which is A. On its own, tumakbo means to run, but when used in a sentence, it means ran, or the act of running has happened. For example, tumakbo si John. Tumakbo si John. Tumakbo si John. It means John ran. Word for word, it's tumakbo. C. John. Tumakbo. C. John. Tumakbo. C. John. First, we have tumakbo, which is spelled as T U M A K B O. It means ran, or the act of running has been completed. Because tumakbo comes with an um infix, it means that whoever performed the act of running is the focus of the sentence. Which is why the next word is C. 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 C is spelled as S I. It is the focus name marker that introduces the person who is the focus of the sentence. That person happens to be John. Um verbs can also function as command words. For example, tumakbukana. 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 It means run now or you go running now. Word for word it's tumakbo ka na. Tumakbo Ka na tumakbo ka 
na. The first word is tumakbo, which is spelled as T-U-M-A-K-B-O. In this context, it is a command to run. The next word is ka. 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 Ka is spelled as K-A. It means you in focus form. And then we have na. 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 Na is spelled as N-A. In this context, na means now or right now. If the verb begins with a vowel, the um infix becomes a prefix. For example, umawit, 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 umawit is spelled as U-M-A-W-I-T. It comes from the root word awit, 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 which means song, either as the act of singing or as the musical composition. Because awit begins with a vowel, the um infix is placed at the beginning instead. On its own, umawit means to sing, but when used in a sentence, it means sang, or the act of singing has happened. For example, umawit siya sa amin. Umawit siya sa amin. Umawit siya sa amin. It means he or she sang to us. Word for word it's umawit siya sa amin. Umawit siya sa amin. Umawit siya sa amin. First, we have umawit which is spelled as U-M-A-W-I-T. It means sang, or the act of singing has been completed. Because umawit comes with an um prefix, it means that whoever performed the act of singing is the focus of the sentence. Which is why the next word of this sentence is sha. 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 Sha is spelled as S-I-Y-A. It means he or she in focus form. Remember, Tagalog pronouns do not have gender. The next word is sa. 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 Sa is spelled as S-A. In this context, sa is the direction marker that introduces where or who the act of singing is directed to. And that is towards Amin. 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 Amin is spelled as A-M-I-N. It means us in locative form. Umawit can also be used as a command word. For example, Umawit kapa. Umawit kapa. Umawit kapa. It means, go sing some more. 
word for word it's umawit ka pa umawit ka pa umawit ka pa the first word is umawit which is spelled as u m a w i t in this context umawit is a command to sing up next is ka which is spelled as k a it means you in focus form and finally we have pa 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 is spelled as p a in this context pa means another one or one more the um verbs require a specific set of affixes to express an action that is currently happening or is about to happen. We will learn about verbal aspects in a future lesson. Meanwhile, the next type of actor-focused verbs will be discussed after this break. We're back at Go Filipino. The next type of actor-focused verb is called the mag verbs. These are root words that turn into verbs by adding the mag prefix. For example, magluto, 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 magluto is spelled as M A G L U T O. It comes from the root word luto. Luto, luto, which means cuisine or the act of cooking. The mag prefix is then added to become a verb. On its own, magluto means to cook, but when used in a sentence, it is a command word for go cook or get cooking. For example, magluto ka ng hapunan. Magluto ka ng hapunan. Magluto ka ng hapunan. It means cook dinner or you cook the dinner. Word for word it's magluto ka ng hapunan. Magluto ka ng hapunan. Magluto ka nang hapunan first we have magluto which is spelled as m a g l u t o in this context it is a command to cook something because magluto comes with a mag prefix it means that whoever is asked to cook is the focus of the sentence which is why the next word is ka, which is spelled as K-A. It means you in focus form. The next word is nang, nang, nang. Nang is spelled as ng. It is the object marker that introduces what are you supposed to cook. And that is hapunan. 
Hapunan. Hapunan. Hapunan is spelled as H A P U N A N. It means dinner. Hapunan comes from the root word hapon. Hapon. Hapon, which is spelled as H A P O N. It means late afternoon. If the root word starts with a vowel, a hyphen is used after the mag prefix. For example, mag ingles, mag ingles, mag ingles. Mag ingles is spelled as M A G hyphen capital I N G G L E S. It comes from the root word ingles, 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 which is the Tagalog word for English. And then we add the mag prefix to turn it into a verb. A hyphen is inserted between mag and ingles to emphasize the pronunciation of the first vowel sound of the root word, which is e in ingles. Note that glottal stop between the g sound and the i sound, so it's not gi, gi, gi. Instead, it's e, e, e. On its own. Magingles means to speak in English, but when used in a sentence, it becomes a command word, which means go speak in English. For example, magingles ka sandale. Magingles ka sandale. Magingles ka sandale. It means go speak in English for a few minutes. Word for word, it's magingles ka sandale. Magingles ka sandale. Magingles ka sandale. The first word is magingles, which is spelled as M A G hyphen capital I N G G L E S. In this context. It is a command to speak in English, because magingles comes with a mag prefix. It means that whoever is asked to speak in English is the focus of the sentence, and that happens to be ka, which is spelled as K A. It means you in focus form. And finally, we have sandale, sandale, sandale. Sandale is spelled as S A N D A L I. Sandale used to be the Tagalog word for a minute, but nowadays Tagalog speakers use it to mean a few minutes or for a short while. Tagalog speakers tend to relax the e sound at the end, making it sound like e instead. So what should have been pronounced as sandali, 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 becomes sandale, sandale, sandale.
Some verbs that need the mag prefix also add the suffix an to express that the action is done by two people. For example, magsayawan, 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 magsayawan is spelled as M A G S A Y A W A N. It means to dance with each other. Magsayawan comes from the root word sayaw. 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 Which means a dance. And then we add the mag prefix and the an suffix to become an action performed by two people. For example, magsayawan tayo. Magsayawan tayo. Magsayawan tayo. It means, let's dance. Word for word, it's magsayawan tayo. Magsayawan tayo. Magsayawan tayo. The first word is magsayawan, which is spelled as M A G S. A, Y, A, W, A, N. It means to dance with each other. And then we have tayo. 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 Tayo is spelled as T-A-Y-O. It is a focus pronoun that means we, including you. Just like in the previous segment about um verbs, the mag verbs have a specific set of affixes used to express actions that happened, actions that are in the process of happening, and actions that are about to happen. These are called verbal aspects, which we will learn in a future lesson. The next type of actor-focused verbs will be discussed after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. The next type of actor-focused verbs is the ma verbs. These root words become action words by adding the ma prefix at the beginning. Ma verbs are not to be confused with ma adjectives, even though they share the same prefix. The ma verbs are the rarest among actor-focused verbs. For example, maligo. 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 Maligo is spelled as M-A-L-I-G-O. It comes from the root word ligo. Ligo. Ligo, which means the act of washing the whole body. And then we add the ma prefix to become a verb. On its own, Maligo means to take a bath or to take a shower. But when used in a sentence, it becomes a command word for go take a bath or go take a shower. For example, Maligo ka mamaya. Maligo ka mamaya. Maligo ka mamaya. It means 
Go take a shower later. Word for word it's Maligo Ka Mamaya Maligo Ka Mamaya Maligo Ka Mamaya First, we have Maligo, which is spelled as M-A-L-I-G-O. In this context, it is a command to take a bath or a shower. Next, we have Ka, which is spelled as K-A. It means you in focus form. And finally, we have Mamaya. 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 Mamaya is spelled as M-A-M-A-Y-A. It means later. If the root word begins with a vowel, there is no need to add a hyphen after the ma prefix. For example, mailang. 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 Mailang is spelled as M-A-I-L-A-N-G. It means to have an awkward feeling towards something or someone. For example, huwag kang mailang sa kanya. Huwag kang mailang sa kanya. Huwag kang mailang sa kanya. It means do not feel awkward towards him or her. Word for word, it's huwag kang mailang sa kanya. Huwag kang mailang sa kanya. Huwag kang mailang sa kanya. The first word is huwag, 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 huwag is spelled as H-U-W-A-G. It means do not, a negative command. It is followed by kang, 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 kang is spelled as K. A, N, G. It consists of ka, which means you in focus form, and the NG linker to introduce what you are not supposed to do. And that is mailang, which is spelled as M, A, I, L, A, N, G. It means to feel awkward. Next is sa, which is spelled as S. A. It is a direction marker that introduces what or who you should not feel awkward to. And that is towards kanya. 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 Kanya is spelled as K-A-N-Y-A. It means him or her in locative form. Just like the um and mag verbs, the ma verbs have its own system of verbal aspects to express whether the action has taken place, is taking place, or will take place. 
We will learn all about that in a future lesson. You may be wondering, which affix should you use? We will learn about them after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. Determining whether to use um, mag, or ma in actor-focused verbs is on a case-to-case -case basis. Sometimes it boils down to which is more pleasing to hear or which is more efficient. However, there are some useful rules to help you with this complex actor-focused system. Rule number one, most native Tagalog verbs that begin with a vowel work better with um prefix. For example, umalis, 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 umalis is spelled as U-M-A-L-I-S. It means to leave, or a command to leave or the act of leaving has happened. There are a few exceptions to this rule. For example, mag-aral, 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 mag-aral is spelled as M A G hyphen A R A L. It means to study or a command to study. Rule number two. Foreign words, whether based from Spanish or English, work better with the mag prefix. For example, mag-ejercicio, 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 mag-ejercicio is spelled as M-A-G hyphen E-H-E-R-S-I-S-Y-O. It means to exercise or a command to do a physical exercise. It comes from the root word ejercicio, 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 which we borrowed from Spanish. Another example, mag-comment, 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 mag-comment is spelled as M A G C O M M E N T. It means to make a comment or a command to make a comment. It comes from the root word comment, 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 which we borrowed from English. You have a choice to add a hyphen between the mag prefix and comment to emphasize that the root word is not spelled in Tagalog. There are also exceptions to this rule. If the foreign word begins with a vowel, you can also use the um prefix. For example, umere, 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 umere is spelled as U-M-E-R-E. It means to broadcast something on television or radio, or a command to broadcast something on air. 
or the act of broadcasting a TV or radio program has happened. Umere comes from the root word ere. 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 Which is borrowed from aire. 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 The Spanish word for air. Another example of this exception is umatend. 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 Umatend is spelled as U M A T T E N D. It means to attend or a command to attend or the act of attending has happened. Umatend comes from the root word attend. 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 Which was borrowed from English. Adding a hyphen between the um prefix and attend is optional. Rule number three. Tagalog root words that begin with G are mostly um verbs. For example, gumising, 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 gumising is spelled as G U M I S I N G. It means to wake up from a sleep or nap. Gumising comes from the root word gising. 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 Which means the act of waking up. Rule number four. Root words that begin with M mainly use the mag prefix to create action words. For example, magmanejo. 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 Magmanejo is spelled as M A G M A N E H O. It means to drive a vehicle. It comes from the root word manejo. 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 Which means the act of driving. And we borrowed it from Spanish. Rule number five. Some verbs have different meanings whether the um infix or the mag prefix is used. For example, the root word uwi. 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 Uwi is spelled as U-W-I. It means the act of going home. With um, it becomes umuwi. 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 Umuwi is spelled as U-M-U-W-I. It means to return home from somewhere. Meanwhile, adding the mag prefix turns uwi into mag-uwi. 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 Mag-uwi is spelled as M. A G hyphen U W I. It means to bring something home. Finally, rule number six. When in doubt, ask a native speaker whether to use um or mag. If you don't have Filipino friends and family around, 
Here's a trick you can do using Google. Take a Tagalog root word and add either an um infix or a mag prefix. Then check the number of search results. For example, the root word hinto. 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 Hinto is spelled as H I N T O. It means a stop. Go to google.com and type Huminto Tagalog. Huminto Tagalog. Huminto Tagalog. Which is spelled as H U M I N T O. Space T A G A L O G. The search yields about 245,000 results. And then start a new search and type Maghinto Tagalog. Maghinto Tagalog. Maghinto Tagalog, which is spelled as M A G H I N T O space T A G A L O G. The results show about 1,800 web pages with Maghinto. This means that hinto is more of an um verb than a mag verb. If both options show little results, the root word is most likely a ma verb. We will be right back after this break. Hey guys, one way to keep this podcast running is by subscribing to my Patreon. Normally, I introduce one new Tagalog word every day on social media, but for only $1 a month, you will receive two new Tagalog words to learn each day. If you subscribe for $5 a month, you will get two new Tagalog words, as well as early access to newly published lessons and song translations on YouTube, plus exclusive content like lesson plans and a bonus presentation at the end of each month. A big shout out to our current $5 patrons, Caroline Jane Walsh, Jess L, Gladys Trinidad, Elaine, Raf, Abigail Watzel, Carla, Natasha Esguera, Roger Shaktel, Teresa Salud, John Bailey, Celine Abelio, Glenn McKenzie, and Craig Putz. Thank you so much for making this podcast possible. You too can also subscribe to my Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash GoFilipinoPod and enjoy exclusive perks. And now, back to our lesson. We're back at Go Filipino. Let's recap what we have learned. The Tagalog language has a complex system of verbs or action words that not only demonstrates whether the action has happened, is happening, or will happen, but also shows whether the one performing the verb is the focus of the sentence or not. We learn about the types of actor-focused verbs, which means that the performer of the verb is the focus of the sentence. There are three types of action-focused verbs, the um verbs, 
the mag verbs and the ma verbs. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or family member who might want to learn more about Tagalog, one of the most beautiful languages in Asia. I leave you now with a Tagalog proverb. Ano man ang gagawin, pitong beses isipin. Ano man ang gagawin, pitong beses isipin. Ano man ang gagawin, pitong beses isipin. It means, whatever you do, think about it seven times. Think before you leap. Give yourself some time to make sure you will not be making foolish decisions. Word for word it's, Ano man ang gagawin pitong beses isipin. Ano man ang gagawin pitong beses isipin. Ano man ang gagawin pitong beses isipin. Again, Ano man ang gagawin, pitong beses isipin. Until next time, paalam! Bye-bye! This has been Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. For inquiries, email me at gofilipinopod at gmail.com. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for the theme song, Rainbows.